Hi, this is Joseph Kalea, and you're listening to the CVH Podcast. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Monday, November 22nd. I don't know why that seemed, this month's going by quick. Um, episode 116 of the CBH podcast, currently being heard in over 50 countries to over 1,100 cities. Good morning. I'm uh, headed to Chicago this morning. There's a, a family reunion of sorts, really. Um, um, a bunch of the former young artists are getting together to honor the uh, late wife of the music director, uh, John Rolandi Davis, uh, Sir Andrew Davis's wife, who uh, passed earlier this year uh, over the summer. And uh, we're having a little a little memorial concert. And so it's going to be a big family reunion of people I haven't seen in a very, very long time. People I didn't even know were still, you know, doing anything. So it'll be great to see some... some uh, uh, familiar faces and you know, there's n- <laughs> late November is a great time in Chicago. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, but this is a quick, quick trip. I'll be back, um, just a couple days, just a quick run. Uh, but, but important, we got to make sure that we, uh, uh, take care of the people who took care of us. Um, it's not always possible that we're available for these kind of things. So if you are and you're asked, you better go. That's my uh, personal opinion. You know, it's a funny thing, like these moments of real life. We live in such a fantasy world in this business. Um, road life is fantasy. It's not real. It's our reality currently, you know, but it's not, it, it's it's void of of um, of a lot of things that exist in a, in a quote, normal life. Um, and, and so often, um, it, there's a great situation that I'll always say yes to, and that's when a colleague comes and says, Hey, will you, will you come to my dressing room in the intermission? I'm going to have everybody there, and I want to sing happy birthday to fill in the blank. You know, we're, we're undoubtedly missing a birthday. It's always happening. And so uh, if any colleague comes and says, will you come do this, I always say yes, and I always go do it because uh, when it's your turn, it's important. It's important that, that uh, other people would feel compelled to do it for you too. And, and this is one of these moments um, um, you know, our our music director in Chicago, our artistic director, our principal conductor, his his wife's passed, and she was a she was one of us, and and um, and important to a lot of singers. And uh, if the maestro asks for us to come do this, and you're available, you better go do it. That's all there is to it. So that's what I'll be doing. It's another thing, you know. I took all this time off so that I could prepare my Giovanni score, and then I, and I said very clearly, you know, no. Nothing else during this time period. I just want to be buried in this score. I don't want to be running off anywhere. And of course, <laughs> I feel like I've been, you know, you say yes to one thing. Hey, how about a two-week commitment in Washington, D.C.? I said, great. That's just a commute. You know, no problem. I'll still be able to get my Giovanni work done. But it, it hits pause, you know. And then, you know, I had to go to New York. I've been up to New York twice. And, and um, you know, again, that that is Giovanni-related, but, but it also is three or four days away from my uh, my piano. Um, and this is another one. Quick trip to Chicago, but I'll be back on track soon. You know, and now this Kennedy Center honor thing that I'm doing, that's that's another one where you're just like, all right, still on pause with my with my work getting done, and in Christmas I'll undoubtedly do that too. I'm finding my moments to sneak my score um, uh, 
Uh, it's one of those you had to live with a long time. You know, I'm, I'm uh, that Giovanni has never passed my eyes. You know, at least not the dawn roll uh, in in twenty years is sort of surprising. So I'm I'm playing catch up and uh, learning it, and it just doesn't go in the way it used to. <laughs> Used to be able to memorize quick. This this one's going a little bit slower, which I think is good. Ultimately, it'll be in it'll be in my head differently since I did it the hard way, did it the slow way. Uh, I get my booster shot next Friday. Starting to hear crazy things again. Watch the Bayerische Staatsoper uh, cancel. I guess three or four weeks worth of everything. You know, and that's more of a. That's more of a, a German thing than a, than a particularly that opera house thing. I'm pretty sure, but um, I don't know. People are getting this thing who who uh, got their shots, and I realized that they have a much milder version of it. Thank goodness, you know that was the point of it. But they can still get it, and they can still pass it, and this this thing is still floating out there. And it's bad news for those who didn't get their shots and never got sick yet, you know, that have no, nothing, nothing to fight it at all. Um, I hate that we're talking about this again. You know, I'm supposed to be spending a good portion of my year in Paris. And boy, Paris did did better than a lot of places as far as getting us up on a stage. But um, it would be really shameful after all this if we couldn't get to a... You know, if we just find ourselves in a situation where it's like maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not, you know, uh, France didn't, um, they didn't hesitate to enforce more restrictions and lockdowns. They they did it very quickly when they needed to. And even though I don't think any of the people listen to it, at least they do it, you know, but I just don't like that we're still talking about this thing. And I realize, you know, we may for a very long time and all that, but um, I don't know. The idea of going, you know, stepping back um, in any way, shape, or form is so horrific. So I couldn't get my booster fast enough. Once they cleared it for all adults, um, I, you know, I have some friends who already got one. But, you know, I guess if you have to have some kind of good reason why you you uh, received it before uh, this last couple of days when they approved it. But uh, I got my appointment for Friday to get it. I can't get it fast enough. I just don't. I want no part of this thing. I want no part of the coughing. Uh, you know, you can deal with flu symptoms if they're mild. You can you can go lay in the bed for three days and and complain, but <laughs> uh, it's the coughing. I can't even. Oof. I feel like if I um, anytime I'm ever dealing with a cold or something, and it's been a long time now, we're all sort of avoiding the cold. But if I if I cough for for a day, it's all done. Like. <laughs> My voice is so resilient, and I can count on it so much, and I can often muscle through things if I'm not feeling 100%, but uh, if I've coughed, it's over. We base our entire existence on these two tiny little muscles in your neck. It's like, uh, you know, there's some there, there are a lot of singers who know the, the all the terminology. They know the the vocal um, pedagogy, the... the the mechanics of it, and I, I always avoided this. I didn't want to, I didn't want to really understand what was happening in there, because I thought that if I understood more, I would realize how, f- how fragile it is. Oh, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's sort of the same way. I'm just, you know, you open the the hood to a car, and you're like, oh my god, there's <laughs> four thousand things that could go wrong in here. How does this ever run? And I think it, my approach was the same with my voice, like. 
Oh my, you're talking about the, the vibrations of these two tiny little flaps of skin. This is everything. This is my livelihood. This is what I've thrown in with. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, um, there's just so many reasons why it shouldn't go great. Uh, <laughs> I feel like ignorance is bliss when it comes to that one. Uh, yeah, so really it's just the coughing more than anything else. Um. Uh, and um, it's such a funny thing. I I feel like every day I see some kind of, you know, and I'm, I'm not on Facebook, so I know that I'm not seeing 90% of it. But even on Instagram, you know, just people bragging about getting their shots or I don't, I don't have any non-shot people following me, I don't think, or at least they don't brag about it. But you do, you know, see sort of a public post about somebody who's not going to get it and They've got all their conspiracy reasons why they're not going to get it and think that they're superhuman and all that stuff. But um, I feel like at this point, you're going to have a hard time convincing people who have decided not to. Uh, you know, if they've decided not to, they've been safe up until, until this point, and so they're, they think that they're right. Uh, this, is, this is true Darwinism. This is the absolute... Um, definition of Darwinism. We're watching it play out before our eyes. Uh, this is survival of the fittest. Um, uh, people who are intelligent enough to understand what a vaccine is, uh, how they get developed, and have general trust uh, in, the, in, the, in the people who are in charge um, to not uh, give you poison. And these people who get their shot myself included, as quickly as I could, uh, have chosen uh, science. And and those who don't, with the conspiracy theories and the Jesus will protect me and the and the these these ideas that they are superhuman or that it's not real or whatever. Whatever the 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 conspiracy in their head that says uh, I don't need to follow science is true Darwinism playing itself out before our eyes. Now I have no problem with the dumb side thinning its own herd. Um, but at the same time, if <laughs> if it affects those of us who have chosen science, uh, I do have a problem with it. It's it's really just all it comes down to. And, um, you know, um, the, the, the shot is no, no different than the flu shot. If you get the flu shot in August, probably by January, it's not working as good as it did. You know, there's a timing issue. And so when we all got our vaccinations, it was just to stop the spread of this thing, to slow it down. And we all did it in the spring, right? April and May. And so here we are in the cold months when all things get passed around much faster, much quicker. Uh, here we are in the fall, you know, the, the, the late fall, early winter months, and, and the thing's not working as strong as it did. And so we need these boosters. It's not, I almost said it's not rocket science. It, it's science. <laughs> this is easily understood science. Uh, I just, you know, it's such a funny thing. Uh, I think, I think if there was no Facebook, if there was no social media, Twitter and Facebook and all these ways that the crazies can get a big loud voice piece, uh, I feel like, you know, most of the country would have been vaccinated by now. Uh, just, I, <laughs> Dr. Facebook is fucking everything up. Uh, I had a relative recently reach out to me and say, Hey, I'm, I'm trying to hook up with you on Facebook, but I'm having trouble. Can you help me? You know, and 
This is um, uh, just an older older relative, somebody who's lovely and somebody who I would love to be a Facebook friend with, of course. But I just I just said to her, you know, I don't, I have no personal page. I want no part of this. I want no part of this. I cannot stand the flyby doctoring of of the world. Um, you know, when you your computer is designed to show you what you like. The whole thing is designed so that you'll sit there longer, so that you'll see more ads, so that people will make more money. And so if you see something you like or something that makes you angry, you will look more. You will look longer. And and Dr. Facebook, is, 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 it's got an algorithm to show you what you want. And Google is no different. It will show you what you want. Your computer knows if you're vax or anti-vax. Your computer knows if you're a Democrat or a Republican. It knows if you're a Yankee fan. It knows your blood type. It knows everything. And so it's going to show you the things that you like. And so when you go online and say, I'm going to, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to do my studious research and find all the reasons why I'm this way or that way. It's just showing you what you already think. Validating what you think. And you go, see, I was right the whole time. See, look, I did my research and now I know everything. Uh, I cannot help. <laughs> Facebook, this thing that connected everybody, also connected these crazies and, and connected uh, people's ability to to um, have a mouthpiece, uh, a non-scientific, uh, this is what I believe because this radio host said it, because, because um, Tucker Carlson said it, because Sean Hannity said it, that it must be true, must be real. Uh, it's true Darwinism. We're watching it. We're watching it happen. And survival of the fittest goes to uh, people's physical health as well. Uh, you know, they, they talked about all the people who were uh, higher risk, people who shouldn't get this, people with pre-existing conditions, diabetes, people who are overweight, people who had lung problems, people, people who smoked, you know, all of these, all of these little factors. Um, survival of the fittest plays itself out every day. And it's amazing because we just we have this ability to to um, learn and to um, open your brains and see the way one thing goes. And, and when you watch the patterns of this thing spreading, and it spreads, you know, the, the numbers are much worse in the places where there's less education. And, and there's no two ways around it. The less education and more Jesus you have, the more likely you are to die from this thing. And that is, it's it's just so black and white. Uh, I get real nervous. I get real nervous. Not uh, not throwing in with science completely um, just boggles my brain. Uh, I, I come from re- religious people. It, it was in my life growing up. And, and um, uh, there's a lot of things about it that I really like. A lot of things I like. But um, but it doesn't change. It doesn't give us new things. Religion doesn't give us new things. Uh, and science gives us something new every second. And science is amazing and says, well, when we're wrong, we'll change it. Um, and and you don't you don't get that too often in in um, religion. It just sort of stays one way. And and um, you know, to that end, I got to go with the new thing. I got to go with what they what 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 the statistics uh, and the numbers say, they don't lie. They tell us the truth. The numbers don't lie. Uh, I'm a money guy, and the numbers do not lie. That's all there is to it.
a little pontificating from CBH this morning. Who cares? Who cares what I think any more than who cares what anybody thinks? You know, I'm I'm gonna I've thrown in with with the way I think this is gonna go, and and um, so far I've been very well protected, and so is my family, and and um, you know I'm sure there's somebody on the anti-vax side who would say the exact same thing, uh, but I would not want to get this thing without having had my shot. I really wouldn't. Uh, just the just the regular flu is a it can beat the hell out of you. I, I can only imagine what this thing is doing. And then to have that fear in your head that if it got real bad, the hospital might be full already. You're like, damn. In good news, hitting newsstands in about a week and a half should be a fun feature on uh, on uh, yours truly. Uh, that'll be coming out. Um, I, I don't even think I can say when. I think I'm still sworn to a certain element of secrecy here, but who knows. Um. Kennedy Center Honors. I'm sure I'm not supposed to talk about that either, but I will. Uh, that's going to get recorded in two weeks. Um, less than two weeks now. Shit. God damn it. Um, horses. <laughs> on stage with me on them. That'll be in a... <laughs> I'm just going all in with it. Whatever they want. Whatever they want. <laughs> I'm not going to have an opinion anymore. <laughs> My fearful opinions are met with, uh, are <laughs> I feel like you just get steamrolled when it comes to television and, and TV producers. It's like they know what what people are going to change the channel on, and so you better just do what they say. If we're, if we're going to get um, classical music into some kind of, um, you know, mainstream primetime show, um, I guess we better do what they say, right? I don't like dumbing it down. I'm not a fan of dumbing it down. But if you need to tighten it up, uh, that makes sense to me. So we can tighten it up. Let's tighten it up. Let's give them a big, splashy three minutes instead of a energetic six. You know? Like, let's go for the gold. <laughs> I'm going to catch some shit for this. I have a feeling. I love you for listening. Episode 116. Uh, I got to get rolling. I got to get to Chicago. Everybody have a great week, and we'll see you on Thursday. All right. Thanks. Bye.
Give me 